All right, check it out once again to the drummer's beat, the official flypapermagazine.com podcast. This is episode 105. On this week's episode, we actually talk about music. I know you guys have been waiting for that. So me, Storm, Akis, we're joined by Big James and Greg Owens. We're talking about the Columbus music scene, what works, what isn't working, and what we need to do to take it to the next level. And we're also talking about Hofax. What is a Hofax and how different people defined it, as well as dating one of the homies' ex-girlfriends or boyfriends. So, you know, some music talk, some relationship talk, exactly what you've come to expect from to the drummers beat podcast this episode's feature song is come fly with me by greg owens make sure you check that out and as always log on to flypapermagazine.com and if you're listening to this today friday october 20th come to avalon it's the 10-year flypaper magazine anniversary party make sure you show up show out to the drummers beat let's do it true that women don't have a sense of direction because no. I, I don't like to generalize but every woman that i met has said that so it has to be true right i have no sense of direction i'm gonna be honest if you tell me go east i'm gonna be like what like <laughs> which way Is you don't know where north or it's shrimp it's a shrimp scampi salmon and guinea so, so yes she hungry <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, no, no, we'll get to that in a second. So this is, um... Are we going to have that type of an episode? Yes, we are. Yeah. Y'all want to talk about some foolishness, or you want to talk about what's going on in the world? All of it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is To The Drummer's Beat, the official com podcast. This is episode 105. This is episode 105. And I am DJ Byrne. Hey, bro, you ain't have to laugh that hard, bro. Like, like damn. It's funny. This is your, uh, It's funny. This is your captain speaking, DJ Byrne, or Byrne for short, Byrne the Enforcer or whatever. Um, I got my co-host here. Nobody calls you Byrne the Enforcer. Let's be I, t- I, I tell you who, but I don't want to oh, indict God. nobody. No, I'm playing. Oh. Um, no, uh, I got a Storm here. What's good? Eating some shrimp scampi that she got from Blue Apron. good? She got that straight from Blue Apron. No, you can't no, fool I me. Can Y'all not going to play you me like that. You can't fool me. And, uh, can cook for real, guys. Really? And I have a. Uh, don't start because we can go there today. I haven't ate we yet. We can go there. Bet that's the energy you want. Let me just put this away because that's the energy you want. Hey, I'm just saying it's a little fishy. It's a little fishy right now. That's all. Uh-oh. I'm just saying it's a little fishy. Uh, yep. Now you're gonna deal with a hungry storm. What's so good? that's a uh, that's Malcolm, Ikees, Ikees, the real Ikees. And we have two special guests here. Um, re- re- returning to the podcast, finally, we have uh, Greg Owens here. Hey, returning? Yeah. Second time, second time. My birthday yeah. twin. Oh, so, hey, so, May 14. Hey, man, every time I talk to Greg, man, he always be like, man, how can you all never give me on the podcast and everything? Like, no, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, he told me I them XO. I thought that, you know, he told me, you know, I thought we had never had you on it before. That's nah, we know he told me though. What He held a grudge for like, oh, you held that, bro. You held a grudge for like eight years, bro. Like, hey, man, listen. Tell me why I was on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Real quick, we got uh, we also have Big James on the, on the podcast. Shout out Big we'll, James. We'll Mouth. Say, but, you know. <laughs> That's crazy. This nigga, man. Y'all don't want to hear this story. Y'all really want to hear this I story? I want to hear the story. I don't. No, Byrne don't want to hear the story. So. We ain't got to say it. It's one against one. We ain't got to say it. True. So, I mean, 
Long story <laughs> short, man. Like you know, they they be talking about karmatic energy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I ain't saying that that Greg stole my girl or nothing like that. Yeah, he did say that. He did say it. But it was a no situation. Way. There was a parallel to that. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was a little salty about it. I mean, not really. Because look, this is what happened, bro. Like I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> long story and told long story. Long story longer. Was, look, I was that was back on the on the nice guy tip or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Like let me be like real like you know conservative and all that type of stuff or whatever and then this man want to come in with all this aggressive energy and everything and then what? i was just sent off to the side like well damn you know i don't remember I mean? that all i know is that she came on to me and i think that's why he got upset you see what i'm saying bro she chose so, up like you can't be mad at man, your man i can't be mad i ain't even know him. i think that's the first time i met him for real yeah uh, that was my first time meeting him and everything yeah, okay yeah. well then, yeah, yeah. So, F that we was just you talking about bro. <laughs> we was just talking about this today, um, uh, off somewhere separately about how <laughs> about how um, I think certain people have different definitions of who's off limits when it comes to your homies, exes, or whatever. Have we talked about this on the podcast? Um, kind of, adjacent. kind of. But Oop, uh, Malcolm was angry when we talked about it, so we didn't really get to. It was more so Malcolm telling a story. Hey, we have a lot of Malcolm is angry moments on this podcast. We have a lot of Malcolm <laughs> stories on this podcast, too. Uh, so, nigga, listen. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> please let me know my ass, E-H underscore K-E-E-S. If you don't like me telling stories on the podcast, then let me know and I'll stop telling them. But people like my stories, so F and I'm going to keep on telling them. Please also let me know, uh, <laughs> DJ, <laughs> DJ underscore B-E-R-N on Twitter, if you do like his stories, so I can block you. Um, nice. <laughs> but anyways, so I, trust issues. Um, the misunderstanding was for some people, if one of your homies dated somebody, they're forever off limits. When I think, and Malcolm agreed a little bit, it's really up to the person. Like if... For example, if one of Malcolm's ex, Alexis, I don't know who. Wow. <laughs> I'm just naming somebody. That's a valid, that's a valid oh. podcast. And we was not talking about her. You're not allowed. I didn't, no, I didn't see hey. We are not talking about her no more. Okay, so podcast. I only know two. and I'm, I'm not going to say Andrea, said, bro. Well, you just did. You said both of them. Just use a different I, I said one. Okay. You just said both Malcolm's of them. Malcolm's ex, Jane. That's a little Jane, though. James. Jane. <laughs> Mary. Let's talk about Susie. You feel me? Susie. Susie's a good ex. So if Susie, if Susie came one to me, I would just ask Malcolm, like, is it cool? If he said no, it's not. If he said yes, then, then it's a go. But but other people are like, no, never. I would never, blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about this, Storm? Um, it depends on the level of friendship. And like, if it's an actual ex, if, you were, if I ever called you my friend and you start messing with whatever, we not friends no more. Well, like y'all, y'all can have each other. I ain't gonna be mad at y'all, but y'all, you not my homie. So storm is possessive. No, so it's, it's, that's a respect thing to me. It's, it's like you know I shared, thing. like you know I shared an intimate relationship, and I don't mean just like on a sexual level. Right. If I shared an intimate relationship with this person, and you're supposed to be my actual friend, I'm not saying like an acquaintance or like we know, like we are, we go out and have fun type of friend, but I'm saying like we're actually friends. Like I, if I vented to you about my relationship, you shouldn't. In my opinion. But, but what the, if they came to you and asked, would that be a dumb question? Or would yes. you respect them? And you're, not, and you're not my friend if you have to come and ask me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Possessive. You need something to eat. Let's go ahead and eat. Because I'm not saying y'all can't yes. be together. I'm saying I don't want to be your friend. I'm telling you it is possessive. In your opinion. Hmm. I'll let you have that. What do you Who think? Listen, right. It, I think it depends on the time. Like, if you just gotten out of a relationship, if the, like, if your friend got out of a relationship with that, with their ex or whatever and then you try to holler at them it's like I don't think that's like cool at that particular time but if y'all like wait like 
a year or two or whatever. And like by that time, you probably think that they would get over the, their ex, right? You know what I'm saying? Around that time, average. Right. So I don't know. I just, I just, I just look at it like this: Don't nobody own nobody. Like people could do what they want to do. Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like why? Like it's people get mad because they still hold on to like something from that relationship. You think you own? You know what I'm saying? Nobody owns nobody. So it's like people could do what they want. Unless they marry, unless they whatever, divorce, whatever. It's like. But feel see, differently than you possess. No, it's I don't think that's true though, because like I can be over my previous relationship, but if I vented to you about this relationship, like I like really trust you as my friend, I think there's boundaries that Wh- why? we have. Why? Why though? Because why? like you're supposed she to be possesses my friend. Them. I'm you're telling you. It's not possessive. Like they can do what they want, but I'm also entitled to be like, yo, because the way I am, I'm gonna be like, was you scheming from jumping? Now you just waited the allowed amount of time. You waited those two years mm. to where you know I no longer want this person. I have no desire to be with them. I don't care who they're with. Good, just happened. But hey, I mean, and, and that's cool if that's the case. It's your they, man, I, and it ain't nobody else's. No, man. it's not my man at all. If I'm not with you, I'm not with you. So I don't no, want to be with why you. Why is you mad? All right, this is. It's how, not about being mad. It's about looking like I would look at you sideways. All right, so this is how I felt about it, right? Because I've been in this position before. I know we were talking about this topic on this podcast and everything, but F it, you know what I mean? We here. Um, I've been in this position where I think that if two people, they got like a natural chemistry or whatever, then like, I'm not gonna step in front of that just cause me and that person didn't work out. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if it's like a, yo, all right, we broke up. It's like, well damn, like would you mind if I shot my shot at her? That's a little bit different yeah. than like, yo, Every time we around each other, it's just like chemistry or whatever. There's just like vibe and all that. And we always ignore it. We always push it off because out of respect for you and everything. But, you know, like it's definitely something there. Do you mind that? You know what I mean? Like us exploring that. Yeah, okay. That's completely different. And that's fine. Okay, so like first it's of all, let's mine. just you say. You said we're not going to be friends no more. First of all, I never said it, but I never said I was standing in the way of y'all. I'm entitled to be like, yo, like I can't be as close with you because it makes me look at you side-eyed. I'm entitled to look at that in that way. Do you leave in soulmates? Yes, and if y'all are so, but my whole thing would be like, if y'all had, like, all of a sudden y'all now soulmates. Oh, so you don't so trust that, them. That's oh, what I'm saying. Like, that's issues. what I'm saying. It's like, oh. all of a sudden y'all now soulmates that we not together. What if they are? It don't, if that's your soulmate, it didn't just happen. Yeah. I'm, you might have now just been admitting that y'all are soulmates. Man, I'm going to tell you something. But that attraction, that feeling, like, and I don't feel like that's going to, like, that would just make me feel some type of way. Be like, so the whole time I was with this person. You prop and I'm Vincent. And what if you giving me advice that's gonna make me look at you like what? Maybe the advice you was you was giving me wasn't genuine because you liked him. Like that's my whole thing. And I just like if one of my best friends. So y'all saying y'all cool if y'all best friends. Your I best. Friend, I ain't even gonna sit here and lie. I I like to look at things from everybody's point of view. So y'all make valid points. And I, but I'm a little bit. I ain't, it's hard. Like I said, I look at it from every point of view. I wouldn't do it. You know. Depending on how close I am with the person, like she said, I definitely would. I definitely feel her. Like if one of my closest homies like just decide to. And it's not somebody you just talk to or y'all was yeah. trying to think. Like this is somebody you actually invested your time yeah. and energy in. And I'm, I'm not gonna say people have the right to be mad at that, but I'm not gonna knock you for being mad at that because we human. But at the same time, there's really no rules. I think we live by. Rules that don't exist. So you wouldn't do it. Everything is. We live by rules that don't a exist. Lot of stuff is so I'm, I'm saying I wouldn't do it. But I'm not but gonna you knock you for doing it. Okay. Right. And I'm not gonna knock her for being mad at them for doing it. Look, I'm gonna be honest. Ideally, in the ideal world, like nobody dates your exes or whatever. Like that's just real talk. 
But sometimes ish happens. You feel me? And I'm gonna keep it all the way funky. You feel me? Last night I was um, after like seeing boxing spins like. I mean, engagement. Shout out to Shout out to them. Shout out to my dog, Box. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. After seeing that last night or whatever, like, I went back. I was just looking at, like, old poetry and everything, right? And I wrote this poem for this shorty in 2009. You feel me? And it's, like, everything that I felt in that poem, I just knew that she was the one. You feel me? I put the baby in her and everything. You feel Yikes. me? But it's, like, everything <laughs> that I felt in that poem, like, it also applied to somebody else, whatever that, that I had known in 2017. You see what I mean? So it's, like, how can you have two different the ones? You feel me? And I feel like if you can have more than one of the one, then like, can you really ever have other ones? Period. I know somebody who has a theory that you have like five potential soulmates. Like, so if it doesn't work mm, out, yeah. with one, that's such an that arbitrary power. number. Shout out to Bia, bro. That's such an arbitrary like, number. I believe. I don't remember if it was actually five, but five is my favorite. I used to think it was three, <laughs> but that, that that only came from the Bronx Tale, so I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, uh, why yeah, it yeah, seven? Yeah, like, seven's the number of completion. And, and, and I ran through them three I, quick. I, I, literally, so. <laughs> I literally just gave a random number, and five is my favorite number. So hey, shout out to Bia. You feel me? But are you on Facebook? You on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. You know you. I can't find you. I'm trying to share the video. No, she got a thousand Facebook names. Hey, shout out to everybody watching us on Facebook Live. And she everything. got five passports. Hey. never going to jail. Um, so another subject that came up closely related uh, is about the whole facts. Well, you want to tell the story because you're the one actually brought it up. Man, can we talk about that? We talk that? about your whole facts, Malcolm? What's no, oh, man. Oh. Hey, pull them up. Pull them up. I'm kind of salty, bro, because after, because <laughs> I tweeted about it, right? Uh-huh. And afterwards, she was like, man, you really out here, like, tweeting for attention. I'm like, like, I don't do nothing for attention. You feel me? I feel she like, called you an attention whore. You yeah, take and that, that hurt my feelings, bro, because I'm not. You feel me? Like, I tweet for myself. I be forgetting for that. Nah, I be forgetting that people be like, can read my stuff. And I be like, kind of salty afterwards. Like, damn. Like, yeah, Twitter gave you 280 words, so it's nah. all bad for everybody. Hey, that's, I got a thread yeah, for that, me too. Man. Like, a lot of people was upset that I got 280. But, um, hey, man, y'all laughed a little too hard, man. <laughs> um, damn, so. If somebody they went back and they listened to episode one hundred and one of uh, oh, this is based off our podcast. Yeah, off our podcast. Now. Culture. Yeah, no. hey, that's crazy. Um, yeah, they went back and listened, and so like out the blue, it's like, what's my whole facts? And I was like, like I ain't never heard that question before, whatever. Because like, I mean, look, I'm just gonna keep it real. Like when you're talking to somebody new, especially like like somebody that a lot of people know or whatever, it's like you just want to like know the whole like story and everything. No matter if a lot of people know them or not, you I always want to know the whole story. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to know. I don't ask body count. I nah, like, I don't so know. that's the question. So I went, I was like, yo, if somebody asks you for their whole facts, like what do you say to them? Because I ain't never been in that position None before. None of your business. I tell them mouth. I be like, what's yours? Like, mouth. If, no. You say mouth. <laughs> mouth. None no. of your business. <laughs> she ain't asked me what my whole facts was. She said, what was her whole facts? She basically wanted to know her, what, her, what her reputation was oh. amongst men. Yeah, like, oh, I'd be like, well, bitch, I heard oh. you did. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to answer that question. So the answer to that question is, I don't know. I've never talked to you about uh, talked about you like that, regardless of what the truth is. Yeah, I feel like if you gotta ask that, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, kind of. You, you didn't already answer your question. You didn't answer your question if you already asked. Well, I like, would, you gotta ask that. See, yeah. I definitely thought you were saying she asked you for your whole fact. Nah, I don't look. I don't got no shame to my game or whatever. Like, men, I, men like, usually don't. Malcolm's like, oh, you want to know? That's Here. crazy. It ain't like that, my guy. Men usually don't uh, unless it's a BDR. Men usually don't care. What are those? 
No, I think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird when people ask, like at this day and age, like, oh, what's your body count? Or no, I mean. I, my only thing is, is, like, if we're somewhere and you know somebody's problematic because of your relationship with them at one point in time, just give me a heads up. Because if, if I catch a bitch, <clears throat> if I catch a female and she, like. Not no more. <laughs> <laughs> if I catch a female, like, me mugging me or, like, she doing some petty, funny stuff and I don't know why. Like, if I realize, oh, you just salty because you messed with my man at one point in time and the things didn't work out, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go about your way. But you just me mugging me being petty for no reason. We might have a problem. So what you're saying is. Oh, I'm going to be telling you. Like, <laughs> but just, no, and I've been in this situation, and it worked out better when they just told me because had I had not known with the situation that happened, I would have, there definitely would have been a bigger issue. But then I was like, oh. Homegirl just salty. She just mad. Cool. Like that's your. So problem. that sounds good on paper, though. No, I, <laughs> I literally. That sounds good on paper. But what is? I, mean, I can't a, speak for every. Tell you like, hey, I can't speak for every. She other tripping because you know I was. I don't like think what? That, okay. Yeah, I don't okay. think it's gonna be. I mean, ruin the whole mean, night. I don't need all the details, of, but I'm just saying, like, give me a, like, Look, let me know what. This like, is what I say, man. Don't ask questions that you don't want to answer to. Okay, I don't. But I'm saying I want to know if I'm in the same room as somebody who's problematic. I think we all know to not directly ask somebody what their body count is. But the question in mind is, do you go ask other people about somebody you're talking to? Because no. I for sure do. You don't? I don't, don't want to. Look, you, you don't want to invest time and energy. You know somebody. who I'm with? Like, what do you mean? Lie, man. You, ain't never, you ain't never asked about. No. Like, what I'm saying is I don't want to be six, eight months into somebody and then there's a video on the Internet or something. Or I find out, like, oh, man, she's been with everybody. <laughs> So that's I feel like I feel like hey, if it was, talk, that's happened before, but man. But I feel like I feel like if her, I feel like if she's like, like how um, Big James said, like, oh, if you got to ask, then you should probably already assume. If like she got a video and stuff like that, or she's out there that much, you probably heard about her. Nah, see, there's um, I ain't gonna say. Where I mean, I, I don't live this life. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I ain't gonna say where I met this person at, but I just had a conversation with somebody. Jeez. It was a great conversation. We were talking about trouble. career goals, education, <laughs> and then one of my homies told me was like. You might want to, she's a nut rag. You might want to back up off that. Uh, but, I mean, like, <laughs> but then also, because my whole thing is like people, male and female, can like sit here and they might be salty for a certain reason. So they're like, oh yeah, he a hoe, she a hoe. That's why you get somebody to corroborate his story. And I did. And it's like, oh damn, well, okay. I'm glad I'm glad so, I, I mean, glad I checked the old facts. I, I don't relate so to that. So I saw a question posed and I want to ask you guys this or whatever. It's like, is there anything that you can find or hear about your girl that, did, or your man? that would disqualify you from talking to them? I guess it just depends on the situation. I'm not going to sit here. No, nah, I don't judge them. Nah, the only thing Nothing. Like, no. Nothing. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't know. I don't like, know. I'm going to try. I try not to judge, but to everybody judge, judge to a certain extent. Like, I'm going to keep it honest, bro. There's a certain amount of freedom that I like to have or whatever when I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And just keeping it funky. I don't know if this is intolerant or whatever. I don't know if mm. I can. I don't know if I can date somebody that has HIV. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, exactly. That's like the type stuff I'm thinking too. I mean, I don't know that if that's I can. That's type stuff I'm thinking too. Yeah. And, I mean, because there's a lot that goes into. But that's that pretty that much it, though. Like, if it's like somebody was like, "Yo, but what if she has something or whatever?" It's like, man, you telling me about something she had back in college or whatever? Oh, she said the clap. It was like, do she got it now? Like, that's in the past. I'm not no right. like, I don't slut shame. No, because you know what? Like, I wouldn't. I don't think anything about like, or I don't think it's a bad thing to sit here and say like, oh, I don't want to be with somebody who has HIV because there's so much that goes into it. You have to think about if you guys want to have kids. Yeah. 
you don't want to get it, so that means forever y'all have to use protection. Right. So you're married and exactly having to use protection. So, so what about I you? Would, Is there any? Oh yeah. Um. Nothing like about their past as far as like as long as they don't. Ha- the only things that would prevent me from wanting to date somebody would be if they had um were abusive in past relationships. Or oh, like that's another abuse. thing. Yeah, I like, don't want a woman beating me up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> but that's real. That's like, real. Relationship history. Like, if you got like a, a like if like say for example, it came out that you lied or whatever about like a DB case or like a yeah. sexual violence case or whatever. Yeah, that's I mean, a that's no like a character me. integrity type thing. I can't get past that type of thing. You yeah, like me? for me, like one for my own safety and for like just what I feel like I stand for, I couldn't uh, get down with that. But like things like your body count or like who you've been with, that's none of my business. So and will probably benefit me at the end of the day. Like so you, you was a hoe back in your days, like. So you, let me reap the right. benefits of it. So you know what I'm about to ask yeah. next, right? Jesus. What? So you're saying you'd be with a guy that was be with a guy that was with a, with another guy in his past? Oh, oh. I'm gonna be oh, honest. No. I'm gonna be honest. No, because for me, the body count don't matter. No, who you've been with it's, don't matter. But it's not the number. But who might? <laughs> and this, and but I'll, and I can say, and I'm not, and this might not be fair, but this is my personal this, opinion. <laughs> I I can't compete with somebody who has a penis. So if you like men, I can't compete with that. What if they don't like men? They just at one point in time like men. So you stop liking penis all of a sudden? I mean, it might have been ten years ago. I don't know. I don't think you if you like penis at one point in time. Look, can I keep an accident? What do you mean? So you you want to be drunk like this, man? That you would have sex with a man? I mean, okay. Jeez. I'm gonna just say like if you're my whole thing is like if you're bisexual it doesn't bother me at all but I'm saying as far as my partner I would feel insecure because I would feel like I can't essentially I have all the same parts as a woman like she might somebody might have some bigger better whatever but we all have like it's the same I don't have a it penis the same. okay whatever it's not I'm, like, confi- it's just I'm not, confident like, what I have as a woman but I don't have a penis and if that's what you like I don't feel like I would fully satisfy you so you ain't never sat down at like at a restaurant and, and ordered something that you ain't know if you like it or not. You ate it, you didn't like it, and so you never ate it again. Penis and food are not <laughs> the same thing. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Listen, I I just find it peculiar that women are always like, you know, so free spirited when it comes to their sexuality, but they're hard defined on the men they date about never experimenting, which I've never done, and you know, it's not really for me. So. I, like I have, if that's what you want to do, I'm not judging you. I'm saying like I don't think that I would feel comfortable because I would feel like I it w- it's completely completely coming from a place where I feel like I wouldn't satisfy you. Like if I feel like you like something I don't have. Well, if you did. So, but I'm saying you still like penis. If you don't just stop liking penis. Are you, are you so you say it's not a one time thing? I'm Once say, you do it, it's it's a wrap. I'm saying like. Yeah, that's so, chance, no, so no such thing as bisexual the chances, then, huh? the, the chances to me that I'm somebody's gonna just like only do, like you're attracted to men. And after having sex one time with men, you just stop. I've never, I've, I've never met anybody who have that, who experienced that. So, like, what if they like white girls before you, and now they want a little bit it, of ethnic? Not, nah, I'm not here to be like your little. No, but like I'm saying, like you're, test. but you're the wife now. You see what I'm saying? It's like this is well, what if the I white want. person was a taste test, but now they don't like white, white girls no more. First off, you ever. First off, you ever in your life. Every problematic thing. First off, the whole the whole thing is with the white girl. Like, if you were ever here saying like, "Oh, I only date white girls," I'm never talking to you ever. So there's that. Is there anything else? You want to talk about two hundred dollar dates too, man? Like, I do want to talk about that. Oh my! Because listen, (laughs) no, 
That's it, really. I was just curious because um, the whole whole facts thing came up because of you. And it was just interesting people's uh, responses as far as like what goes into the research you do on people that you date beforehand. Because I feel like a lot of people just be winging it, and that's how they get into situations where they be getting fucked up at, at the end of the day. Because Man, can I say what isn't going to disqualify me like from talking because of what we already said about dating your friends? Like the body count isn't going to disqualify me from talking to you. Your like, history isn't going to disqualify me from talking to you. Um, like. Your reputation is not gonna disqualify me from talking to you, cause like I judge every book by they, the the pages inside or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think with that, like, cause I agree. Like, I don't sit here. Like, I don't care who you dated. Like, as long as it's women, we like since that came up. Um, but like, if you've experimented, like, if you've sat here and you've been with a lot of people, that doesn't bother me. Like, your past relationships. Not at all. I asked. What if they're still close I've, with them? I've asked. A, I don't care. I'm. One, oh. one of my oh. closest friends is my ex, so oh. you can be close with your ex. I don't care. Um, as long to me, it's like if I trust you, I trust that you're not going to violate our relationship, and I'm not going to be with somebody I don't trust. So I feel that like me and my partner, we talk about our previous relationships, and I see the growth in him from like so like I don't care about what you did in your previous relationships because you're not doing that with me. Because you've grown as your own person. Everybody gets clean slate. So I'm gonna keep go it honest. To. Look. I'm shook now. I don't want to talk about exes on this podcast no more. You see what I mean? I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> but I'm just saying in general, like. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got it. Now I'm just saying, like. I don't think, like, the. I think that's silly. Like, the whole body count thing is, like, that's more so you're pressed because you don't want other people being able to say something to you. So let's just go around the room. Body counts matter? Yes or no? <laughs> that's a yes. <laughs> it's a yes from Burr. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, body counts matter for Burn. Do they matter for you, Brooklyn? No. Greg? Nope. Nah. Big James? Nah. It's because we live in the 21st century. <laughs> but we also have an age gap, though. That's what I said. Like. Damn. <laughs> oh. I knew that was coming up. I didn't know it was going to be you to say it. Damn. I mean, I, I think I'm the youngest it, but I one. So. You, you know what I, mean? I just want to. Body count, I, I can't say body counts don't matter because if it's like triple digits, it does matter. Even at my age. So I'm sorry. I will say I'll that tell you why. But I will say that does care. seem like a lot of people to tweet. Nah, that is a lot of people. You go, <laughs> like, I feel like I'll be like, I dang, never, like, I, never, bro. I, don't, you said, I don't think I would want to be around that. I don't ask as long as it still works. Triple D just want all these rappers to do it, bro. You know, you know why body counts matter. It still works. Like, affected. We could body counts matter to me because I feel like a lot of people, men and women, use sex to. To fill a, uh, um, avoid instant gratification. Yeah, exactly, and so if you don't use any discretion when it comes to that, like, then that that tells me uh, something deeper about yourself. Not because you, your shit wore out or whatever, because you got two hundred thousand miles on your body. I disagree with that though, because Jesus like, Christ. if you enjoy sex, it's like you could just enjoy sex and still be an emotionally music, stable man. person. <laughs> let's I'm let's be honest here. <laughs> Is it more percentage of people having sex out trying to fill a void or because they enjoy sex? People you know. Let's keep it keep it 100. It's really because... I mean, I'll definitely give it to you. I'm sure that, like, it is a bigger yeah, issue yeah, that people are trying to fill the void. But also, like, at the end of the day, what if that was you were... When you were racking up those bodies was when you were trying to fill that void. But you learned, like, oh, wait, so would you sit here and say, like, oh... So, like, you're saying, like, it's an issue for you because... That's kind of suggesting you're not emotionally stable, but now they are. But, oh, they, still I mean, ha- but they still have that. We would have a conversation about that. And uh, like I was telling Malcolm earlier, the like, hundreds, though, like, I mean, you can be in the, f- your number could be five, but if it's all in one day, like, it's, it's still a problem. 
It was five. If it's five in one time, like that's yeah. a problem. He was saying time. like five at. All right, so two, that's a train. By the way. To, to burn, <laughs> like he he was saying like like the well, number doesn't women, matter though? is how the number came about. Is that still a train if it's all women? <laughs> yes. I'm enjoying. Hey, that's a good question. All right, when you're considering <laughs> bodies, like do you like if you're a woman and you sleep with other women, like does that count as a body? Is it mean, like half a body? Sex? Yeah, if it's sex, it's sex. But what's sex, though, right? All right, so. <laughs> what no, is no, sex? No, 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 pee, 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 right? Like, there's no penile penetration when there's two women together. I never right? got that at all. Well, you don't know that for a fact because there are strap-ons. No, but I'm saying, don't, like, it's not a penis, it's a strap-on, right? It's but masturbation. I'm, all right, so walk with me, right? Okay. If you're going to consider, like, penetration as sex or head as sex, so. If you're with the guy and all he do is finger you, all he do is give you head and everything, then is that sex? Is that a body too? I would say, in my personal opinion, I don't think no. head counts as a body. Even but I know people. I do know people who <laughs> think that it does. So like, it depends on you and your partner. Even if it's a woman, it a woman and a woman. Yeah, that once again, it depends on you and your partner. So, like, if you get head from a woman, does she? Get I would say anything in my head. Like, if you have a sexually intimate relationship with a woman. Rather that be for one night, a real like an actual relationship, whatever. Then yes, it does count. What you didn't I would, even answer I would my say question. that. Do y'all remember when we used to talk music on this podcast? That's right. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. How that changed. That's nuts. That's wild. All right, come on, let's talk about music, man. Yo, all right, hold on. So S- Sabrina Claudio got the album right now at the moment. I went to Division. to Vader's, and this is a wild transition. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Vader's book release yesterday. Right, there's a lot of kids there. Trey Lightly. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. I went to Veda's book release yesterday, and he <laughs> read the book aloud, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. It was dope. Like, I was moved. I was inspired. I was like, I can't wait to get this for my daughter. I wish I could just read it. Did his son read most of it? Yeah, it, he read the whole thing. His son did? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, no. It was I saw the clips, yeah. The whole thing was just crazy, right? But even more crazy, I looked around the room, and he kept on saying, like, yo, I'm a phenomenal rapper. And, you know, I get people to come out to my shows and stuff all the time. But for y'all to come out for a book release, I think that's extra dope and everything. But I, I literally looked around, and it was it was like the who's who of Black Columbus and everything, especially, like, the cultural community and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it, it it wasn't just, like, who's who. It was, like, goats and everything. Like, they had mm-hmm. artists in there and videographers and photographers and rappers and singers and activists and community leaders. And it was just super dope or whatever. It's like. I don't know. I, I was moved by that. I think our 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 community right now is in super strong shape. You feel me? Yeah, like, Culture's on the vibe right now. Y'all you know why? As strong as it's ever been, for sure. It's because of the uh, the young artists we have coming up and working together. Because a lot, you know, when I was coming up, a lot of that collaboration there was clicks, but they didn't mix with other clicks. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like it's not like that now. There's everybody works with everybody, and, and I like hearing songs with y'all. Featuring other people that I like, and, and, and mm. it seems like a good mixture, so I definitely appreciate that. You remember when I first like took over like Black Paper? I was asking people whatever about. Well, I was telling people what we wanted to do, like as far as like change culture, all that type of stuff, and like that was one of the things I heard from all the old people, not Burn, but all the other old people. It's like, you know how many people? <laughs> he said, "No, Burn's so old." But... Not this old one, the other old ones. It's like you know how many people have like. You know, try to like do something serious. Like the problem is, is that people don't work with each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like everybody's hating you, and you get mad somebody gets shined somebody else don't get shined. crabs and barrel right. mentality yeah crabs yeah. in the barrel yeah i definitely i agree that like it's not like that no more well it don't feel like that. it's getting better i'll say it. it's getting yeah. better it still Work. exists but it's getting better i feel like it's just like younger generations coming up like learn from the generations before mm-hmm. i feel like that's one thing that's really happening we see what didn't work before us so we refuse to be that and we're gonna change it and that goes more than just music yeah. but that's that's like i feel like that's what it is and we just got tired of the stigma like um we just got tired of just people saying like columbus don't like do anything together like we never unite we just, like this i guess we just got sick of it, it was just like we're gonna take this in our own hands and we already know it's a lot of dope talent here so we might as well just like <clears throat> making it to what it is and build on that and it's cut because if we build a community then people from outside of the community is going to see that and it's going to you know going to be the way you know what right. i'm saying so to do a uh, to take a sharp right turn after the break we're going to talk about what the next step is to elevate columbus since this is the 10 the 10 year anniversary of fly paper yeah 10 hey. years hey so we're going to talk about what the next Shut the souls and bring it back to our bodies right. While I'm taking right. the wheel, you just steady riding shoddy Just in case I almost crash, I know you really got me uh, Let's take a trip to wherever You wanna go, but just know it's not whenever We can just go to the Hoover where the water stay glistening But if you wanna go elsewhere, I'm always listening Cause they say Columbus is a city of hella haters But we keep rising to the top like elevators Being that one place, people know who you are I know what times you wanna leave and go somewhere Far. We can go to the moon or we can just go to Mars And if we run out of planets, then let's ride to the stars Baby, come hey. ride with me Better hey. yet, come hey. fly with me hey. Won't you go past hey. the sky with me hey. I want hey. you to get high with me Get high with me Come ride with me Better hey. yet, come hey. fly with me hey. Won't you go past the sky with me
with something fresh and new You ain't gotta go through this life alone Guarantee with me you can find a home Let's create something that is lifelong I wanna be a pilot and fly to different time zones Let your head down Come fly with me. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah, time. I really like that song. Man. I really like that project. Like, Appreciate it, man. Like, <clears throat> Don't sing it though. Why not, bro? It's catchy. It's a catchy ass too. Shout out, shout out to Mirror too. Bro, I wake up. The young goat. Hey. <laughs> if you haven't listened to Eclectic Soul yet, I recommend. Like, I got um, I just set up this Bose surround sound system in my room, and I got the Chromecast or whatever. So mm. if I don't got music when I first wake up, I lay in bed for like forty. So mm. I wake up and I just cast it immediately, and it's like perfect music to listen to in the morning, like because it's like it got a little bop to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I wish you could see his face. I can't. That's so me. I'm definitely gonna listen to that because I want to have that feeling. Too. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Oh uh, yeah, like I really like it. <laughs> but you know, I'm just I'm on a vibe right now, though, man. Shout out to Boxes fan. Black love is so beautiful, man. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all just don't understand. Whatever. What was your question, bro? Your sharp right turn. Oh, yeah. So my question was, how do we take this uh, creative scene in Central Ohio to the next level? Um, I'm I asking be- all y'all. I believe it's expanding outside of the city, but which people have done, but bringing it back. There's people that didn't left, but they ain't bringing it back. Who didn't bring it back? I'm just kidding. I'm, I, yeah, I, ain't know, I, mean, I know who ain't bringing it's it back. There, it's there. It's there. You know, like, I want to know. It ain't, you ain't, it's just there. Yeah, like, coast. That's why they said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no names, though. Did you guys know that RJ It's not, it's not just, it's not just. RJD2? I heard of him. He's a, um, electronic techno DJ. Mm-hmm. Like a trap DJ. But he's from Columbus. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I know. Can y'all hear him? He's like whispering. You can't hear it for sure with them ears. I got little ears. The burn be whispering and stuff in the podcast. I, maybe it's just me. I don't know. So going out, getting to, like venturing out, and then bringing it back. And bringing it back, like. What can the people do here that can't venture out? Support those people, and because a lot of people want to get support, but they don't really support too. You Ooh, know, that's well, I got a they, about that. You yeah. know, they 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 get on Twitter all day and complain like, man, ain't nobody rocking with me, or they talk to you. Yeah. They the ones that be performing at bars, oh, and that's around dad. the city. 
Let's just keep it 100. Jesus Jeez. Christ, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, bro, they'll be yeah, the ones that be performing at bars. podcast, everybody just comes on, and, you know, everybody's happy. I want smoke. What's up? Yeah, now he's shooting shots, I want to hear what's up. Well, all five the of their team, all five of their homies singing this song. It's all right. Now, see. Oh, my God. I'm and here for like, this. Be shady. Go ahead. But it's even, like, it's true. bigger than that, though. It's, like, it's people that ain't even doing any shows that's in here. Most of the people who's not doing anything, who's really not doing anything, who think they're doing something, right. is the ones that are talking the most, that got the most negative stuff to say. I hate seeing that on Twitter, the, and, um, the support thing. Yeah, right. but how many Just shows me. you been to in the past month, bro? Right. That's not your show. That's right. what I'm saying. Go to, to go to these events. I went to uh, Devin XO's album release party on Friday, and they ran back a song. We wearing that song three times. times. I've never seen a no, don't, don't nobody know that song. Yeah, I've never seen like a city show like be ran back. Like people in the crowd were begging for an encore. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I mean like, yeah, it was just wild to me. Like that blew my mind. Cause you know, you go to a festival, you go to a concert, you know, encore, encore. But, Listen, um, Corey's album release party. They ran back, got the glow like that. And yeah. Bro, I, I, that's a song I've never heard before. Right. As soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, that's crazy. And, like, that's mm-hmm. something that's inside issue 10 of Flypaper that just came out, like, 45 minutes ago. Is that, it, like, when you go, go look out, at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Flypapermagazine.com. When you go out and you go to these shows and you see the performances, especially, in, like, to answer your question, where I think the, the culture needs for it to keep on progressing is for artists to take show seriously whatever because you have the potential to like convert people over and the more that you go out to them and you see like these really strong performances and i can Mm -hmm. go down the list like from the bazaar like i went to the bazaar that was one of the craziest shows i've ever seen ever it it was og Vern, Corey parks fabby rotten um f and beta you see what i'm saying it's like I went and I told people about that show. It's like, yo, it was just wild. The whole crowd was just rocking with the music and everything. And then, you know, fast forward a little bit more. And you got shows like, like at, uh, damn. Double Happiness? 614. No, not a 614 day, uh, Confess. Okay. Where Magna just like killed like the whole like joint. Trek had the, the, um, the live band, band behind him yeah. and Ness did his superstar performance and everything brought out money through it on the crowd mm-hmm. and everything like that was just wild you feel me it was an experience that they created in that and then you fast forward a little bit more at Creative Control Fest you see what I'm saying and at Creative Control Fest had T. Wong for example and he like literally like tore down the whole show and he fast forward a little bit more and, and I mean I can go back go back to Confest or I, I saw Trick or whatever perform and uh, had Lamont in the back and like, yeah. you know, were you there for that? Nah, I but saw, uh, it was just like nuts or whatever. It's like you see these type of things, and it creates those experiences inside your head, those memories inside your head, and then you recall them, and it also makes you go out to more of it. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? Pipeline August was crazy too. Yeah, yeah pipeline right, was right, crazy. Right, right, that went crazy. And one thing too, it it comes down to the people putting together these shows too, Facts. right? Because a lot of times here. A lot of the problem is that the shows just aren't put together well. Speak on And it's like, it's hard for people to want to come out to that. Right. You know, like, I ain't even going to lie. Like, I did a show last week, and it was, well, I didn't do it, but I was supposed to do it. I had 30 artists on there. Nah. For five hours worth of show. How are you going to do anything with that? We getting five minutes. It's 30 artists. 30 artists. You said yeah. one hook. What that is is <laughs> like, come on. But we, but we, we did adult swim. We threw a party at the crib, 
and performed, and it went way. I know I it went like, way crazy. It was lit. It was, you lit. know, and I, and it, and you know what? And I'm saying this like humbly, but it's the truth. That got way more attention on social media, all that, than that big show mm-hmm. with 30 acts. We had, yeah, we, had we had, I three too much about that show. We had three acts. At I actually don't swim. even know what big show y'all talking about, but exactly. I knew about, I knew about exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, that show. So look, okay. And I'm just keeping it real. And, and, and look, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this since I am saying it, it on the podcast. Anybody, if they hear it and want to talk, we could talk. You know, I ain't, I ain't. We could talk. I ain't tripping. But I'm just keeping it real. That was weak. Like, don't do that. The problem with that is, um, this this actually goes into my point on, um what people can do better is that people are just trying to make money off of it. People are just trying to that's hustle. Exactly that's why you put 30 people on a show so they can bring their people out so they can get the money at the door. Uh, and, um, right, and see, and like, oh, people, artists, oh, promoters, and all that, people that are just that's trying to make money off of uh, other people's creativity need to, need to cut that shit out. And, and that'll get rid of a lot of the a lot of the bullshit. That's where you get people that don't want to collab with other people because they feel like they're too good, um, but they're not really doing nothing. They're making a noise. Um, and, and other people that they only do it because it's a hustle, so they ain't got no passion. That's why their shows be shitty. And like all of that's a problem. And so like it's hard to for a casual uh, fan to figure out who's for real, who's not. They might go out to a show and see uh, quote unquote local artists do a terrible act and never support another local artist because they think mm-hmm. that's the way it is. But that person just rap because they're trying to make money. They ain't got no passion. Exactly. So you know a problem that I have. I don't know what the solution is because I'm not trained in audio. It's that like when you be out at the shows, there's two two big problems I got. One is when like the artists perform with. I don't know if either one of you guys do that, so if y'all do, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I used to. I know what you're talking about. But, but like, you're talking about rapping over vocals. Yeah, with the vocals. I did that air chip. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, and it's like it's mad distracting or whatever. And then even more important, it's like the yelling inside the mic. Can't even understand distorted. It's how, it also how people hold their mic too. Like yeah, they yeah, hold yeah. their mic like this, like all muffled mm-hmm. and stuff. Like yeah. they, 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 they when you cover the it. top part. Like they, like I, I sometimes guilty of this too. But I like make sure like the silver part or the top part of the mic at least have that open. You know what I'm saying? So at least everybody can hear me. The sound guy Scully told me that a long time ago. He's like, you ain't got cut the mic. I'm like, <laughs> so that's, that's why I hold it like this. Like, oh okay, <laughs> that makes sense. So. Josh yeah, is triggered over here. Triggered. It sounds terrible. Josh is saying that um, it sounds like shit. Stop good. cupping the mic if you're performing. This, that's what it, it is. It's like it's a turn off. It's like people yeah. don't want to listen to that. You see what right. I mean? Like when that happens and, and it makes people not want to come out well, to the It's shows. not even that they don't want to listen. It's like you can't hear half of it. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, you're like not going to come out to it. Like I got a homie. I'm not going to say his name on the podcast or nothing. But like I be trying to get him out to the shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know. I don't think y'all know. I know you're talking about. I don't think you do, but okay. that's cool. I've been trying to get him to come out. Nah, that's not. I'm not talking about him. Okay. Like, I've been trying to get. He don't want to come out because it's like, bro, I'm gonna go out to these shows. I don't know none of the words to the songs or because I don't want to listen to their SoundCloud. Okay, oh. And like when I'm there, I can't even understand what they're saying. So it's a waste of time. Like I mean, yeah, you got a lot of energy. You know what I mean? Like your friends is out there jumping up and down, but like I can't understand what you're saying. Real quick, another thing. People gotta get stop getting drunk and performing if you can't handle that shit. Like. It, it, like it's it's not a good look if you up there stumbling. If you're not rapping the words, ah, there's a rapper oh that never knew his own words. I'm like, bro, this is your song. How you gonna <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be. 
I won't be too negative because there are a lot of great performers. I do want to uh, specifically when I went to Bazaar, I I never heard OG Vern music at all. Yeah, but I saw him perform and I went I went check all of it. Yeah, <laughs> because he sold me. I, I like that performance. That was dope. Man, man, can, man, epic. I'm gonna just say, if you haven't had a chance to see and now you'll never see Beta perform again because he said he wasn't doing it no more. He's not. Also, we saw him uh, Free Love. Huh? So he was at Free Love. Was he? Yeah. Damn. See, look, that's what I'm talking about, man. I couldn't go to Free Love. He'll pop up. Huh? So he'll pop up somewhere. Nah, he said on uh, yesterday he was like, I'm done. But you never know. You're right. Um. Beta's performance, I think, is really strong. Cause he, he was actually the person that put me on to not rapping over your vocals and everything. And like ever since he even like put that nugget in the, in my head, it's like I pay attention to that type of thing, and it mm -hmm. does like make a difference. It really um, does. But his like stage presence, it reminds me of, like Pusha T. He's a really strong performer. Trek, I think, is a really really strong performer because um, mm -hmm. like he has this crazy energy and everything like that. Um, I think that Trick is a super dope performer. I think that. I think both of these gentlemen are super strong performers. Like, there's like certain people that, like, if I see them like up there, then I'm gonna, I'm going to go to Yogi. Like, see it. Yogi you know Split. Yogi Split's a really good. Um, Trip Fontaine mm -hmm. is a really strong yeah. performer. Yeah. Cassius is a good performer. Like, Definitely. like, um, I, I remember the trick he brought out. Like, this is another thing that I think that like artists just need to do a lot more of is collaborating with R&B singers and stuff too. Like people that can really like hold a, a note. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. Like um, I think it was Big James' show, one of your performances, and you brought out Kent and everything. And mm -hmm. I was like, yo, like he really sounds like that the same way he that he like does on the record. sounds like the MP3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, wild. Forever Go, you get that everywhere. <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> it's rock. <laughs> so like, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's like all these different people or whatever. And, I don't know. It's like I'll pay money for it. Like I don't even. I don't ask for no press passes. I don't ask yo. Like you know, you the homie or like I'll pay money to go and support these types of acts and everything. That's, That's another, another thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends need to well, make listen. sure they paying to see you perform. I'm sorry. I've, That's uh, not yes, your friend clap, if they not yes. willing. It's not your friend if that? they expect every time that it's supposed to be free or like they just supposed to be able to tag along. Like no, ain't shit free in life. Why do you feel okay. that way? Cause that's especially if you my people, mm -hmm. like I'm gonna support you because you my people and I believe in you. But like a lot of people be all talking, be like, oh I support you, I support you, and that's like don't get me wrong, supporting on social media that does help. Mm -hmm. But like you gotta put your money where your mouth is. Like so if I really believe in you, I'm gonna support you in any way that I can. And if I can do that financially, I'm definitely doing that. The only um the only songs I buy on iTunes is artists, independent artists that I support. Because I feel like they deserve it. Like, mm. you know, like if you're passionate about it, I, like I, I, I don't mind paying ten dollars. Ten dollars is a drink at the club, so why not? You know, put like make that one download. That that might be the one you need to push you over some gold or something. So whatever. Yeah, I, I wrote an article on okay. Flypaper about this uh, a couple months ago called Black Lives Matter, and it's like say it like like you really mean it. You know what I mean? It can't just be a case to say Black Lives Matter whenever somebody dies, whether it's unjust or just, or, well, not just, there ain't really no reason for anybody ever to die, but, like, if, if even if it's not, like, police involved or nothing, you know, we complain, you know, whether it be, you know, stop the violence in our neighborhoods or whatever, blah, 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 mm -hmm. and it's, like, lives only matter once they're no longer here on Earth. Mm -hmm. It's, like, yeah. let's value each other while we're still living and breathing. Sure. Mm -hmm. And, like, let's show support with our actions, not just even paying for stuff, even if you're streaming music, because, you know, you stream music, that's fine, I get it. If you pl 
play the music on your Snapchat the same way that you do Cardi B. You see what I mean? Or you put the music hey, Cardi B as the this. background of like your Instagram video. We just talking about that before you walked in. People will share a video of some nonsense on Facebook before they share their own homies like music projects. Like, and I think for artists that to has do. to be a big like wake up call. You gotta realize who actually really supports you like oh, yeah. at like outside of the music world. Like who's supporting mm-hmm. you like friend wise. Like yeah, everybody say because they waiting for you to like everybody waiting for you to get on top. Yeah. But like nobody's r- really down to be there when you're not there. Yeah, you you know it really speaks for itself, man. Uh, I feel like a lot of people like try to look for all these answers to everything when it's really Right, the proof right in the pudding. If you're not, I, I do make sure my homies that's directly helping with the music stuff get into events free most of the time because they putting up bread when it's time to do this. Right, when It's right, time right. to do that. Right. Um, when it's time to promote some, they right there. So, yeah, if I can't get them in free, they will. I will do that. And I know they will pay if, if need be. Right. Mm-hmm. But the people that's not them, you kind of, you do got to show me what it is. I'm not about to ask you. I'm not about to sit here and beg. I never beg anybody. I never push my music on anybody. I just let it happen because it's going to show. It's going to show. If they're at them shows, it's, it's, it's people that I see at every show. It's a certain amount of people I see at every show. Yep. It's a certain amount of people I see retweet every song, that post every song I drop, that talk about anything I do. You see it. So I just focus on them, like just focus on them. That's what I always say on the art, like focus on them. Yeah, because that that's gonna those, spread. Like those. it don't even matter the people that don't. Yeah, like you get eat, you get eat off of like just like hundred, like may, maybe a hundred people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You get eat off that. Like you, you have go those a show, four have people, them come. You know what I'm saying? Like you eat off that, and they gonna tell their friends. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just going to keep doubling up. That's I see that all the time, like, with this. But I think, like, something that, like, y'all do, like, really well is, like, y'all interact with the culture and the community. Have to. And, yeah, like, y'all too. That's why people want to come out to y'all's events. Because, yeah. like, a lot, I feel like a lot of people know y'all as people. Like, I know, um, like, people that, like, I, this is my first, or, like, first time really getting to sit down and talk to you. But I know mm-hmm. people who know you who, like, they'll be like, oh, come to this event. And I know they rock with you. I'm mm-hmm. like... He seemed cool, like cool bet. Mm-hmm. Like, and so y'all do a really good job about putting yourselves out there and allowing people the opportunity to really kind of like, not to say get to know you on like a super deep mm-hmm. level, but get yeah. to see you yeah. and know you and like. And, and it's the crazy thing. That's really how it's supposed to be, though. I do want to. You know, like we, we like, this didn't even be something that should be brought up as something like special. Like everybody should be doing that. Yeah. Every rapper should everybody. be. Every I see rappers get. Somebody tweet their song, they just retweet it and won't say anything. I'm gonna tell you thank you. Like people don't even, rappers don't even say thank you. Like come on, like and then wonder why they get to, they don't go nowhere or they get somewhere and don't get above it. But I will say I I do agree that a lot of it is like the networking and the politicking of it. But on that same note, like. And this is just speaking like from somebody that does have a platform or whatever that does like push out like different cultural items and stuff on a regular type basis. Um, it it's like a uh, nobody is owed anything. You see what I mean? Right. Like as far as like a even a song repost or like a, a retweet or attendance to like the shows or any of that. Mm-hmm. Like it goes back and it's like at the end of the day, and this is a conversation that me and Burn, we've had 
many times, like even back before Brooklyn came on the podcast about like supporting black businesses, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the same conversation in a lot of different yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you're a black owned business, that doesn't automatically mean that you deserve like my dollars or whatever right, that I need to come fact. to you. It's like you still have to earn that patronage and everything. You still mm-hmm. need to make music that people want to listen to, that people like want to play in their in their spare time and their free time. I have right. half of my car right now is filled with Columbus music mm-hmm. and it's because I enjoy listening to that music. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like even I do agree with you as far as like uh, focusing on the people that are supporting you and making sure that you're mm-hmm. feeding your fans mm-hmm. on an ongoing type basis. Mm-hmm. But then the the flip side of that is also it's like make sure that you're making music that people want to listen to in the first. Oh yeah, that's you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a given. That it, should be a given that too. Like, that's a, that's that a should a be a, it's be a difference thing. between black artists and whack artists. And like, you feel me? Kids, you feel Come on, like. I'll give a lot of credit to like Breathe the Rapper for example, um, because like I'm gonna be real, like I didn't really like her music. You know, a year ago, or whatever, when she was making it, yeah. and like I told her that she was like, uh, "Yo, like, um, give me your honest take or whatever." And it's like, all right, you know, it's cool and everything. It's not like offensive to my ears, but it, it also ain't nothing that I'm going to want to replay or, or go back and listen to again. Mm-hmm. And she like instead of like getting mad or salty or like, oh, whatever, f you and all this type of stuff, and said she was like, "I appreciate that feedback." And then she went back and she like really put in a lot of time, effort, had incredible rollout for game over and then right. also like made some pretty quality music as well yeah, you for see sure. what I mean it's like if artists aren't open to that type of constructive feedback then I mean you know no, I no care way. about the culture or whatever and, and I can take you know people like firing back at me or whatever but right. there's other people that may not care that much about it and it's like it's not even worth the time for me to say if you're just gonna like attack me or something like that right you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh-huh. so it has to be like a symbiotic type of relationship in that regard too yeah, yeah. for sure i mean it's like any career though like you got to be willing like you're not always going to be perfect it's learning mm-hmm. like but when you really want to, like when you look at something like a career and not just as a job you're doing mm-hmm. like you should want to put that time for to make yourself the best that you can possibly exactly. be yep every trip shoot the fly paper reviews on my projects be making me go hard on the next one. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm going to keep it 100. Wow. I'm going to keep it 100. I said, I was like, I was saying, like, they about to say, they wild out on this one. I like, I was just like, I like, you know, I do like the, I like to be critiqued, you know, because I critique myself. I said that on the last podcast. You have to, you have to go through this as an artist to grow. I remember when I first started making music and I was putting out songs with low quality, like no Man, good mixing or anything. Woo-wee. And somebody somebody told me like, hey, bro, you sent the song hard, but you need to get it mixed. Ever since that day, I made sure I could get these songs ex- mixed well as possibly as I could, you know? Man, and I'm it a- should be like that. Like, you have to do that. If you're not going to do that, you're not going anywhere. You might as well do something else, bro. I'm going to keep it funky, too. Like, on that same like note, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't listen to SoundCloud that much anymore. Like, there's just so many different things pulling my attention, especially, (laughs) like, with podcasts and all that type of stuff. It's like, if the music isn't on, like, Tidal for me to, like, go and stream or whatever, then it takes me a while to get back to it. And don't get me wrong, I do go and listen to it eventually, at least once, whatever, but it's, like, making it accessible and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, Kanye, when he put out a song, he put it on Tidal. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Like, Chance, when he put it on SoundCloud first. But they put it on Tidal is my point. I don't listen to it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud isn't a user-friendly like service. Like if we're just being all the way real, especially not on. Yeah, local. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. Yeah, and it's like you know, it, it's that it's that partnership type thing. I change your hearty head here. Huh? I feel like you were championing SoundCloud not, not too me. long ago. Nah, not me. Never. Nah, that wasn't me. 
Okay. I mean, I think that we can't deny that there is a benefit to SoundCloud. Like what people do. It? It, I think it gives people a space All to get their, <laughs> like a, a, a completely yeah. new artist. Like it gives them a space to get their music yeah. heard. Like I love SoundCloud. Especially yeah, if you got music that's sampled. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I'm just. We gotta get heard. If you don't use it, you don't use it. That's why it's important that people put their music. But that's why. Do you know what it takes to put the song on title? You know the cost and everything. Kind of like I know you can go through like those distro um, channels and everything yeah. like that uh, to put it up that way. So. I just wondered. DJ Burns should come and say no word. What? Nothing. <laughs> Stop fucking whispering to me, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I told you one of my goals is to put something original on uh, on streaming networks. Ah, I, I didn't know if you had the information. I looked at that recently, and I can see why people don't like go to SoundCloud first because it get like SoundCloud's like like a mixtape; they get out quicker. Yeah, yeah. and I get it that. There. I understand yeah. it. I mean, we put out the flypaper mixtape on SoundCloud. I get it. I'm just saying, like, as far as convenience. He's saying if you don't put it on title, you're not listening to it. I didn't say that. You it's not. Gonna, it's going to take him time. It's going to take him a while to listen to it. No, I get it because everybody has their preference on what they like to mm-hmm. listen to, and like I do agree. Like SoundCloud, yeah. is no, I remember. The, I remember the days like. When we just like put music out on Facebook, like we make like the videos yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For then sure. like that piff and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's crazy. I think what I like about that, that piff was the fact so that like yeah. I can look for one song, find it, but then the next thing gonna be it could be something completely random. Man, that I've never heard, and I might really. Annoying. Yeah, nah, that annoys yeah. the hell out of me, y'all. I'm not even gonna. I done heard some bangers. I done heard some bangers. I like the fact that it's like now. Keep in mind, there's times when I don't like when I'm here. I'm like, man, why this come up? But the <laughs> fact that I know I could skip to the next one and I might really mess with it, like mm-hmm. I like that. My promise is I know I'm not gonna come back and circle back to it. You see what I mean? save it right there. Like if it. I like you it right there, like I like it. it. Yeah. Even just if like I like it, it bro, like I know I'm not. Real gonna quick, um, I'm cool with title rising. On Apple it. Music, there's a there's a um I don't know what it's called. It's like Apple Connect. It's where artists, major artists, put their music. Like Bryson Tiller has has a song on there. Been on there for like two years, but he because he ain't cleared a sample. Like I wonder how easy it is to do that. Because on, I think it's Apple Connect. It's like you can listen to it, but you can't add it to your library, and you can't download it or do anything. Uh, you can only listen to it. So it's kind of like SoundCloud and that, but it's inside of the uh, Apple Music app. So that that might be an option. Maybe as far as samples. I just concerned. know, and you know, what, honestly though, we got some like a, a major announcement coming soon on the podcast oh, on FlypaperMagazine.com, all that, which I think is a it's a better streaming service that like helps for like the local for the international community and it's a lot more user friendly than SoundCloud and it has more um, it, they care about you more than like Apple Music title all no joints and everything so we're going to talk about that real soon and everything but especially here in Columbus like there's no reason for like Columbus artists not to be featured on this joint but I can't really say too much more <laughs> so you don't tell us everything but you can't tell us God more damn bro I'm trying to tease it man that was, that was a little more than a tease yeah. how? I that, was little, that was like a nice little s- a snack. It was a solid yeah. snack. Damn, <laughs> bro. Let me work. Shit. I don't know if that was a tease. What know. was it then? It was a snack. <laughs> it was a snack. Oh my God. It's a snack. You feel me? What is wrong with this? That's how I get in trouble. Um, Lord. That's how rumors get started, bro. I'm but tired of you and these rumors. <laughs> yo, I'm tired of the rumors too, but we're not talking what about rumor? them. What rumors? It's a lot of them. Um... Why I want to hear these rumors about Malcolm. Jesus, I'm gonna start asking people. No, you don't, man. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna yeah, do the rumor facts on Malcolm. Like it is, bro. Like it, that's popular, the worst. bro. Yeah. I'm a, next week, I'm gonna come you back popular. and I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it. Talking about. Hey, that was the first. Y'all some popular ass niggas. That's the first song that I ever listened. No, that I ever liked from Gray and everything. It was a popular. Yeah, what me sample? What was it? Popular from from Wicked. Yeah, Wicked. And Jonah's dope or whatever. 
Appreciate it. That's a. That has over 23,000 hits on YouTube, by the way. You see what I'm saying? Oh, it's not. It's lit. I can't even get hey. 10 retweets or something. You feel me? Like, you talking about popular. But I was, but I was, what, six years ago? You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> I'm not new yeah. to this. I'm true you know to know this. You know? It is what it is. You know? Um, not, I mean, both of y'all recently got music coming out. Well, that came out and everything. Yeah. Uh, just for, I mean, y'all haven't been on the podcast since y'all released, have you? I know you haven't. Not forever ago. Yeah, not forever ago. I mean, just like a quick, like, snippet or whatever of, you know, the joints that y'all, y'all put out. Uh, well, I just put out Eclectic Soul. <clears throat> I released it on, uh, September 25th, it's out everywhere on uh, SoundCloud, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, Tidal uh, Spotify, all that. Tidal. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's, I I would say that's my best project to date. And, um, you know, it's, it's very, like the title says, it's very eclectic. So if you like any, any if you like diverse music, then I, I think you should uh, check it out. It's real. It got a lot of sounds to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's not really I made it. It's it's like um, I I made sl- like the song slow jam like the um, reference point of the of the whole entire album, like the uh, like, like the marumbas and like the choirs and like the ambiance sounds like. That's kind of what I was going for, like that spiritual sound, because I was going through an awakening like during that project. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of wanted the music to reflect that, and I also, that. and also, he crazy yeah, with the production, yeah, and also reflect, and also reflect what I was going through at the time, as far as like subject matter and everything like that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, make sure y'all go listen to that man. Like, I'm telling you, in the morning, you feel me? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's you a great, up? it's a great, it's a great. I ain't gonna, you know, it's a great way to start your day off. Yeah, it put you in that, that positive vibe and everything. It's Apple Music. Apple music everywhere. Yeah, I don't do that title. Too. That's crazy. <laughs> I be down if I go to Apple Music. I, I ain't try and I ain't trying to stun. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that out there. It's, I think it's one of the top projects that'll come out this year. Hey, you know, get it. I've been seeing other people say that too. You know, what I mean, people that you know, don't even like know you, or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, this is probably. I was, oh, I was shocked. I was shocked. I mean, people like listen to it, like eventually, like people I didn't even know, like yeah, you know, I was, like my SoundCloud like followers like jumped after that. Mm-hmm. That's funny, like when you release a project, like like how yeah, I mean, like sure. your followers start jumping and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah, that. It's sure. crazy. It's wow. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Man, I got a question for you, What's real up? quick. Cause I do want to hear it from you. And oh, everything yeah, too. Um, like, do you ever get because I know, I mean, the way I I first met you. As a producer, you know what I'm saying, drummer, yeah. you know what I mean, all that jazz. Like, do you ever feel left out as far as like rapping and everything goes? Like, you don't get enough like respect for your like rapping. You know what? I I I do, but then it's like I understand. <laughs> I do, but then it's like I understand it because um, like some people, like when some people meet me, like they they their, their first initial. Um, meeting with me is like them looking at me as a producer, you know what I'm saying? So, or the first time they hear me, I'm singing on the track. Like a lot of people that heard heard me, their, their first uh, reaction to me was Slow Jam. Like that was the first song they ever listened to. They just thought of me as a singer, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes like if people want to work with me, it's like, I want you to do vocals, I want you to do the beat, but they never asked me to rap. But I feel like, I don't know because I can't because uh, I'm not really like the, the rapper that does like the lyrical miracles type stuff because that's not my lane. You know no what I'm saying? Bath. No boom bap stuff, but it's like uh, I don't I don't know. But you know, sometimes I feel like um, you know I get left out as far as like the rapping is concerned. But I already know like I can rap. You know, this might be cliche to like make this comparison or whatever. Uh-huh. It it kind of remind me of like you know college dropout Kanye. Mm, I can see that. It's like. 
you know, real renowned and known for, you know what I'm saying, the the production and all yeah. that. And it's like, but by the way, I could rap and everything. And it's like, all right, yeah, like I see you doing your thing and everything like that, yeah. but it's still it's like the, you know what I mean? Mm. I think like with this album, I kind of make a conscious effort to like, um, to kind of make it half and half in a way. Cause I still, cause I still, I think my best songs actually, it's actually like when I sing on it, when I use vocals on it. I think that's my best songs cause of the, cause of the emotion and everything like that. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things. I, I think about it, I think about that a lot sometimes. But it's like, you know, I don't let that get to me because I understand where that's coming from. Work. And then you got Big James. Hey. Yo. You see what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Since the the last podcast. I dropped Forever Go with my dog Kent. True. You know, and I would like to say that's definitely my best project to date. Um, Astral Nasa Projection. That's a go. That yeah, you like it over Nasa Go? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why? I'm just curious. Just cause like I always dislike my songs after I make better songs. <laughs> so yeah. It's so just, like, what do you? Simple as that. What do you like better about Forever Go? Like. Is it like my rapping? Rapping, or you think it's like your collaboration with Kent? Or I mean, it's both for sure. But I like just if I'm just gonna speak on myself, mm-hmm. like definitely my rapping. I like my rapping better. I think yeah, I I I would say that too. Mm-hmm. I like your like that shout out to Sean too. Mm-hmm. Sean starts. Uh, oh yeah, of course, my dog uh, Sean. He's but snapped. I think like you really like you was really at your best like as far as like you're rapping with that production, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cause like, I don't know which one it was. I think it was like Pimpin' Olympics, bro. I was uh, like listening to it. I was like, bro, this dude is like <laughs> riding that beat so it. hard, bro. Like, I was like, that was crazy. Appreciate so, it, appreciate yeah, I it. I think that was your best one. Cold-blooded too, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, you, you already know. Throw yeah. that in there too. Yeah, Just for sure, yeah, for sure. Like, so, yeah, man. I'm gonna keep it funky, bro. Like, the, the song off of NASA Go, whatever, it's like one of my favorite songs of- What's the name of the song? I six. I'm getting there. Oh yeah, I six seventy. It's just. It's yeah, me too. Shout out my dog Trey. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was asking because I was like, I I can't think of the name right now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. such a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I, I get on six seventy a lot too because I work in the short north. <laughs> 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 I can relate. You feel me? Like I be getting on it, especially like when the sun's setting or when it's rising because I be up early. Yeah. You feel me? And it's like. It's just perfect. Shout know? out my dog Trick. Shout out Amazing Profit for that beat too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah, we just me and Trick just made that like on the humble. We was just at the crib, just chilling. We had we just got some uh went to the Chinese buffet. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> 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 and we just came back and cooked it. Like it was I don't know. It was it just came together crazy. But every time me and Trig is it like we just we've been doing this like together for a minute. So it's just Yo, your covers, yeah. your covers like yo like Artwork be like it's like so iconic, bro. Like, appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate no, it. It's so real, iconic, bro. I appreciate it. That's that's real important to me. Like I, I, that's that's like just imp- as important as the music to me, because yeah. like Roger said it earlier, like you gonna look at a so it's a, it's so many people, <laughs> huh? On she was like, what did I say? Oh, I <laughs> nah, but you saying like that if you see a, some artwork that looks good that will make you want to actually listen to the song. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel I'm the same way. I see artwork. If it's a crazy artwork, it's like, dang, I got to hear what this song is right. like. Because really if does. you got like, vision like that, the, it draws you Yeah, in. like, if you got a vision like that, then I'm assuming right. that you make good music. Because, assuming, it's not always the case, but I'm assuming, yeah. That's what Bernie, he's actually the one that put me on to that. 
Because he was telling me, like, the reason why, like, he initially became a fan of Corey Parks is, like, yo, he, like, puts together a complete package. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, people don't really take, like, their promotional, like, stuff serious. Like, mm-hmm. what y'all doing with the Doss film? Yeah. Like, y- y'all's promotional wow. shit for that, bro, is, like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's wow. key. That's, like, that's the key to everything. Like, you have to market it. We Definitely in Columbus, we don't have no labels here that's going to have a department to market your stuff for you. Right. You have to learn it. Like, this is this is important. Or you're not going anywhere. Absolutely. That's a fact. It, what business you know, you know that's selling something does good with bad marketing, for the most part. For the most part, you know. On the flip side, I'll even say there's a lot of uh, businesses selling product that's average but the marketing's good oh yeah, yeah. 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 it's it. all about making people just feel the need to want because that's all it is in life now people you gotta just make people want feel like they need it you know that's mm-hmm. all people want is to feel like they need it like dirty franks you know jesus dirty franks just get marketing it's, it's not Yo, it's so bird just want to get off every like shot today bro. <laughs> right. no i'm just he came ready bro <laughs> like, there's other things i could have said but i i, I just said Damn, that man. does anybody think dirty franks is actually good mm-hmm. i never had it it's decent. It's, right. it's good marketing, though, right? The whole oh, setup. Yeah, yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't even. I definitely, put, I'd rather get grill out at the crib. Yeah. Than right. that I do sure, appreciate yeah. the fact that they have like turkey dogs and stuff. But. Real. Yo, this is a crazy, birthday. dope week and everything. Like, it's about, it's crazy. Man, I had another question for you, but I might just ask you on Twitter or something like that. Yeah, I'll ask you real quick. Real quick. But I do want to talk about this week as well. Um, like, are you ever going to get away from like the, like the, the NASA? theming for your like projects and stuff oh. or is that just going to be like you like for forever you know i mean it's probably gonna always be there to a certain extent but mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna name stuff like I, i'm just everywhere with it like i think of stuff like maybe like a year or two in advance like, okay yeah. so it's like stuff be new to y'all like nasa go i was sitting on that project for a year okay you know y'all late a lot of these ideas is like stuff that y'all just getting now. So you got your next project? Like it is like kind of, it's astral projection, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just where I'm at with it, though. I, I told y'all, like, I mean, that's the... I'm just wondering, yeah. like, I'm not, like, yeah, I'm, it. Nah, just, nah. I'm, I'm going to get, yeah. I think it's also hard to ask, like, a question that's so based off in the future, like, Mm-hmm. He might ride this way for like five years, says, yeah, but yeah, then remember, like one day it might. Right. You know. I remember when like Kanye was like, "Oh, you college dropout, late registration, graduation, good ass job, you know, like all this type of stuff." But mm-hmm. you know, he broke off or whatever. Yeah, you got to reinvent yourself, and that's something I always plan on doing. Word. So you know, because if you hear live from NASA, like I told y'all, that was mostly trap beats and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's completely different now. Yeah. I'm gonna always switch it up. That's bro, I, from you, what I learned. That's the key. You bro, know, you have soul to keep beats, being, bro, being like yourself. If you get them soul beats, bro, I swear, bro, it's like that's like. Yeah. He's I like, feel you that. got my number. <laughs> <He's just laughs> <was good>. <laughs> but nah, um, I, I do know we are running short on time and everything. I, I wanted to take a couple of seconds or whatever to like kind of talk about the things that we got going on over the next ten days. Ten days. Yep. Actually, over the next couple of months and everything. Okay. So, Evan. We are turning 10. Flypaper is turning 10. 10 years. Next Monday, October 23rd, we're celebrating us turning 10 on Friday at Avalon from 8 to 12. So we should kick it on Monday. What do you mean? Like on the podcast? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Flypations. Yeah, Yeah, we'll do something. Not at Capitol, though. We'll do something (laughs) special, like on Monday and everything. I don't know what it is yet, but we'll figure something out. Let's get Yogi and them on the podcast on Monday. That's a good idea. Yeah, we're going to get Yogi on the podcast next Monday if he's free. He's a busy man. Um, and then 
after that, we're going to Adult Swim. You know what I mean? To, to go kick it out there. And then we're also going to go to the, um, ah, damn. Don't help me out, brother. What day? The, on Friday, Friday night. This Friday? Yeah, this Friday. At Avalon. No, no, I know. Oh, I, don't, Avalon, I don't know which one. But also, CYULP is doing an event. Um, oh, the, Red Cup and Chill? Yeah, Red Cup and Chill. I was thinking it's Red uh, Cup Social. It's at, World, it's at World of Beer in Easton. Yeah, Easton. And you used to work there? No, I worked at Pies and Pines. Same thing. It's, it's not, but okay. <laughs> it's beer. Yes. And one's pizza, though. It's going to be, like, hella lit and everything, too. If you've never been to, like, a Red Cup and Chill event. They're definitely a good time. Yeah, it's, like, for, like, the older, like, young professional crowd that, like, ain't trying to be in the club, don't want to go to a house party, then go to Red Cup and Chill and chill with, like, some other young professionals. It's, like, young black professionals at that. And then Saturday, there's it's the first of its kind type of an event. It's a vertical 3K and it's going to be downtown. You can fly, find more um, information about this on Flypaper. But instead of, you know, normally with the 3K, you're running around yeah. the city, like on the streets and all that. Um, they rented out a parking garage. And instead of going around, you're just going to be running up it. And it's the same, like, distance and everything like that. Mm. And then on each level, it's going to be, like, a different, like, fitness activity. So it's like they're going to have, like, some YMCA, like, a tug-of-war type stuff. going to have yoga, uh, hip-hop fitness, Pilates, all that type of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's about That's to be crazy. super crazy. And then yeah. that evening, Flypaper's having a showcase um, just to, like, celebrate the end of it um, and also to continue the Flypaper celebration uh, for this weekend from oh 5 to 8. Man. They're going to have, yeah, that's what, that's what I was telling you about. Going to have some really dope performers and everything to that, too. We're going to um, announce the lineup a little bit later this week. And then that night, you see what I'm saying, we're going to be at Tribute. And then we're also going to be at Excel turning up. Let's get it. So, um, Mouth. Make sure you come out to that. Also on Saturday, I'm sorry, one of our loyal listeners is getting married, so shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Mark, man. He was actually one of our first listeners. He's the only person that leaves a thousand comments on SoundCloud, too. Yo, he He'll go through and listen to it and be like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, I don't agree. Most oh, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> be 30 comments. I'm like, oh, we lit. It's the same person. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to Mark getting married. Uh, shout out to Box and Spin getting married as well. Well, getting shout engaged. Shout out to um, And then next Wednesday... A really dope event. It's one oh. of, like it's an event really close to my heart because it's one of the first things that made me fall in love with Columbus's culture. Uh, we're bringing back the Clash of the Titans, and mm. that's a um, producer beat battle. It's about to be nuts, bananas. It's gonna be at Avalon as well, um, from six till ten. They're gonna have the crazy after party at Two Truths. So Ooh, yeah, next Wednesday is about to be super lit, and then. A week and a half after that. We need some Uber package deal. Yeah. Right? You know, hey, hey, listen, Real, man. Hey, listen, do not drink and drive. Trust me. <laughs> At all. Uh, <laughs> right. um, and then a week and a half after that, it's going to be the Pepsi Music Factory. And oh, that's yeah. an event that we're bringing here to Columbus, bringing some of the hottest young up-and-coming hip-hop and EDM acts and everything to Columbus and Lexington. So we got, like, Carnage coming, Lost Kings, Cal Scrooby, Sci High, The Prince, who just killed the, um, the BET Hip Hop Awards cypher. You know what I mean? Like, all these, like, really dope. We got Cousin Stiz. Uh, I already said Cal Scrooby, but you can So anybody who says don't nothing go on in Columbus. The best tripping. part about the Pepsi music. You heard it here first. Is that we're giving away the tickets for that for free through Flypaper. So um, make sure you're paying attention to Flypaper. And y'all ain't even got to pay for some of this. Yeah, Come on now, y'all. And listen, it's going to be so much more than just a music festival. Like, it's a, a, a musical experience, if you will. Something Word. that, like, you would only expect to see or get if you were to go to, like, New York or Chicago or Atlanta, mm. like, one of those. So it's going to be a really special night. Word. Um, yeah, that's November 10th. And I then uh, Orange Soda coming soon, we promise. We promise. 
I do want to plug one thing too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rebels Night. That's on October 27th. Shout out Queen Jamie. Work. Little cupcakes, you know. Work. Had to plug that. Oh, yeah. Shout out to. We should have a podcast. Should I put my disclaimer around too? Huh? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The pipeline. The pipeline. Oh, not the pipe. Not, not pipeline, but we're actually in the worst of trying to do an eclectic soul eye. Oh. 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 Yeah, let's get it. Okay. And it's not going to be like a. We're trying not to do like a typical venue that local artists do. Like we're trying to do mm-hmm. big. Hey, shout out to my manager, Roger. Snap, I need got, a manager. I gotta talk to you, man. Chill, man. That's, that's crazy. But that's, <laughs> we're trying to do that sometime in the winter. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta talk to you about that. Yeah. But we'll talk though. Um, I might talk to you. Might need y'all. You know my manager? That's true. Might need y'all. You be my manager? I'll be, I'll, I can't be your manager. You can too. This, this I can be your manager, man. Wow, you just gonna replace me like that? Speaking of manager, shout out my dog LA. You feel me? Yeah. Shout out to Lavelle, man. That's a big homie. You feel me? Um, shh, man, I ain't got nothing else on. Thank. Check, check out Flypaper 10. This is going to be a crazy issue. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Bro, if you don't rap this. This is the last thing, man. <laughs> Damn, listen. It's a lot of stuff going on right now. If you ain't want to talk about sex and stuff, really, we would have yeah, whatever. Get to your point. <laughs> um, we sat down with um, with Yogi and Chris yesterday um, and just had them like give like the oral history of Flypaper and how like it came to be. It's like super insightful. We're going to be releasing it in parts over social media, but you can listen to the whole thing. On SoundCloud, even though I'm just shitting on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm listen to that. the whole thing on SoundCloud a little bit later this I week. Listen to nothing on SoundCloud. That's crazy. Put it on title or ain't shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing else. Um, y'all got anything else you want to say? Anything else? Astral Projection know? is coming soon. December, I'm dropping a, a single called Crescent, produced by Amazing Prophet. If you like I670, you'll like the vibe it is too. And that's coming soon. So, yeah, let's get it. Get that eclectic soul, y'all. That's all I got to say.